from the Mercy One Studio. John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International. Welcome in, everyone. John Lee and Eddie in the morning here at Iowa Catholic Radio, 11.50 a.m., 88.5 f.m. and 94.5 f.m. We're streaming online at iowacatholicradio.com and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Thank you so much for joining me today, friends. It is Tuesday, June 9th. We've got a great show in store for you. Coming up, Adam Story, Director of Marriage and Family Life for the Diocese of Des Moines. We're going to talk about the link of the Trinity and the family as we celebrated Trinity Sunday. We're going to talk all about that coming up here very soon. Uh, and he's at 7.15 today, I believe. Jean Wells, uh, she's going to preview uh, her show at 9 o'clock this morning. At 7.45, excuse me, 10 o'clock this morning, Brad Roby's going to be on. Uh, Brad is a seminarian for the Diocese of Des Moines. Of course, they are going to be uh, ordained to the transitional diaconate on June 12th. That's Friday, June 12th, and uh, that Mass is going to be at 5 p.m. It's not open to the public, but it is going to be live-streamed on the Diocesan Facebook page, so we'll have more info on that for you coming up here soon but i'm uh, trying to we, we we got them all down uh, to, to come on the show and to learn about their lives and i'm looking forward to doing the same with brad roby uh seminarian also on the show today jimmy aiken put out just a phenomenal piece the other day on the 12 things to know and share about the holy trinity as a central mystery of the christian faith the holy trinity uh is something that i think oftentimes is misunderstood i mentioned that on the show yesterday we're going to continue on uh, with a little deep dive into it this morning as well. Mark Amadeo with your news and sports weather straight from the desk of Channel 13 meteorologist Megan Sowell, your saint of the day in the second half hour. Let's get to it. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God. God our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo now with your news and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. Well, good morning, John. Happy Tuesday to you on this uh, tropical storm Tuesday here in central Iowa. Yeah, I I hear we're going to get some rain. Yeah, let's go to our tropical storm and tropical <laughs> depression expert, and that is John Leonetti. Who, yeah. oh, this is just a minor thing compared to uh, what you went through in a hurricane many years ago. Oh, yes. So you're, you're the expert. Yeah, this is nothing. <laughs> Let me just say that. This is nothing. Do, do, do we need to uh, get our canoes out? Does Tony Valdez need to start the uh, Build the Ark project all over again? Uh, what's going on? Yeah, I don't have any of that, so I don't know. Deacon? These are going to be Old Testament rains yeah, coming in. That's what I hear. Yeah. That's what I hear. <laughs> Old Testament rains. I like that. Is there a difference? I like that. <laughs> From the New Testament to the Old Testament. We'll be looking for a dove with a branch in its mouth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Hopefully it's in my tree in the backyard, yeah. what's left of it, maybe. There you but, go. Uh, yeah, it's it's just starting to move in. Uh, Pella, Indianola are starting to get rain, and it's moving up from the south. And uh, Tropical Storm Crystal Ball, is that a, is that a St. John Crystal Ball? Oh, is that ball? what it is? I haven't heard you mention that. Huh. Crystal Ball is his name. Crystal Cristobal okay. is the proper pronunciation. Cristobal, which means Christopher. Okay, there you St. go. St. Christopher. All right. So you're learning stuff, folks. I I. 
We are, and Deacon Tony, I, I've just had never heard that on the Saint of the Day from John Leonetti at the well, bottom uh, of the hour heard. <laughs> I'm hoping this will be reflected in my paycheck. Cristobal, Cristobal, Cristobal. Okay. There you go. I got it. Uh, I'm still waiting for his appearance on the Saint of the Day, but yeah, today we'll it'll see. be Tropical Storm, now a Tropical Depression. Cristobal, and uh, yeah, and we're under a flash flood watch here in central Iowa beginning a few minutes ago until 7 o'clock tomorrow morning, hmm. so John, batting down the hatches. Yeah, it looks like the end of the week, though, we're, we're going to get some sun to make up for it, so that looks good. Yep, Thursday, Friday, and the weekend, partly cloudy, dry, highs in the lower 80s, it'll all dry out, but today and tomorrow, not so much. I got a little lower part of my lawn that gets real wet, and you know, you, you can't mow it, so I it's been a few weeks since I've been able to mow that little area. Of course, I'm always looking for an excuse to get out of mowing, but uh, yeah, I've had to mow around it the last few weeks, so hopefully on uh, this, sure. this weekend, that dries up. Now, John, we have a lot of connections at Iowa Catholic Radio, and I know that little lower part of your lawn will soon become a lake, and I can call our good friends at the DNR and get that thing stocked for you so your son and daughter can uh, get the fishing experience in your backyard. Yeah, well, I went over it with my mower once, and that was the last time I did that about four year, four weeks ago. So going to have to wait till that thing's real dried up. I'll take a little walk down there first. I totally understand. All right, well, let's get right to it this morning. Yes, we have a tropical storm in our presence moving up from southern Iowa right now from the WHO-TV 13 weather desk and meteorologist Megan Selwall currently in Des Moines at the Mercy One Studios. We are under a flash flood watch as of a few minutes ago. Uh, Currently cloudy skies, 72 degrees, and east wind at 7 miles per hour. And today we're under that uh, flash flood watch uh, basically from um, Lamoni up to Mason City. A wind advisory for western Iowa as a cold front moving in from the southwest along with the tropical storm moving from the south. So we've got a co- combination of storms hitting us today. We'll, we'll see scattered showers, thunderstorms, heavy rain at times, and uh, uh, two to four inches of rain predicted here in central to eastern Iowa, high of 77 degrees. Tonight, showers and thunderstorms continue, overnight low of 60 degrees, and tomorrow, uh, showers early, then windy conditions in the afternoon as the rain will end, a high of 72 degrees for your Wednesday. And on Thursday and Friday, as we mentioned with John, Partly cloudy and dry highs in the lower 80s. Well, in the news on this Tuesday morning, uh, the governor's office announced yesterday that uh, Test Iowa will further expand access to COVID-19 testing here in the state of Iowa with new test sites opening this week, including one in Dallas County. Now, Dallas County drive through site opened yesterday and will be open from noon to 6 and is uh, located in Waukee at the South Middle School. Individuals must complete the assessment, which is at, at testiowa.com, and schedule an appointment online to be tested. Additionally, four clinic sites will serve Page, Union, Carroll, and Crawford counties in Iowa. Uh, clinic sites are partnerships with the state of Iowa and local health providers. Now, the additional sites will bring the statewide total to 15 Test Iowa sites. Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds is expected to host a news conference today at 11 o'clock, uh, talking more about the COVID-19 updates here in the state well today's sports report is brought to you by big red q quick print and once again the season opener for the dowling baseball and softball teams is this coming monday june 15th the dowling baseball and softball teams will travel to north for their opening night uh, the baseball game uh, gets underway at 3 30 the softball game gets underway at five o'clock at north high school and both will be varsity doubleheaders and our season premiere here in iowa catholic radio featuring dowling baseball and softball will be wednesday june 15th as dowling has their home opener a 
against Des Moines Lincoln. Joe Stacy with the call. It'll be a 5 o'clock doubleheader from George Cadero Field at Dowling High School. So join us next Wednesday, opening night of high school baseball here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, a flash flood watch in effect today through tomorrow morning at 7 o'clock. Currently we have 72 degrees and east wind at 7 miles per hour. And today we will see scattered showers, thunderstorms, heavy rain at times, 2 to 4 inches of rain possible for central and eastern Iowa today, a high of 77 degrees. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Tuesday morning. John Leonetti Show, and coming up, Jimmy Olson. He has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, and Mercy Medical Center. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. It is a decent drive so far this morning, but of course we've got that rain coming in today, so that's going to make things a little wet later on today, so be careful as you're out and about. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to Adam Story, Director of Marriage and Family Life for the Diocese of Des Moines. Good morning, sir. Hey, good morning, John. Trinity Sunday is what we celebrated this just a couple days ago, and I think there's a link to the family and the Trinity. Oh, absolutely. You know, and at Trinity Sunday, I think when we talk about, you know, and this is this profound uh, uh, gift, this self-revelation of God, that it's God is one God but three persons, and it tells us that God, who is love, that part of what it means to be love. Uh, is to be in communion, mm. to be in community. And how do we experience that? Well, as created in the image and likeness of God, the first community uh, that we're all given, the first experience of that community of love is in the family. So this is our families, our homes, are, are uh, you know, they're not just places where we experience stability or where we're raised or where we're taught good values. It's a place where we come in contact with really an icon of God's own life. You know, it's a place where we learn about what does it mean to be in the image and likeness of God. And it's, it's God who lives in and through community. This is why, friends, that the Church is so unbelievably focused, I mean hyper-focused, on getting the family right. Because... And you know, the family is a, a microcosm of God himself, the first community of love, that this is the community of love right here in the, uh, on earth is, is the family. So, you know, we want to get that right because we're mirroring, and of course, every analogy lacks, um, but we're mirroring, mirroring uh, God to the world. And so we want to make sure we get that right. Oh, absolutely. And I, I think that that's an important point that you know, none of us do it perfectly. We all, we, we strive for it, but, but uh, as you said, every analogy will fall short. Uh, we're not going to perfectly image the Trinity, but we are the place where, you know, what I, what I talk about is it's the home is the place where we define the terms of our faith. You know, uh, when we talk about God is love or God is merciful or God is just, uh, what do we mean by 
saying God is love? What do we mean by saying he's merciful? What do we mean by saying he's just? Well, the place where we define those terms, I think for all of us, uh, most intimately, the place where we define that is how have we seen love lived out in our own homes? How have we seen mercy? How have we experienced justice? And that, that becomes the image. That becomes the kind of uh, lens through which we understand who God is. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't say it any better than that. The Trinity is something certainly to reflect on, friends, and um, to be able to try, as we said before, to read up on a little bit, which I'm going to do after this, so we can be better models of Him, of our God in our in our life. Um, as things start to kind of slowly open, I wanted to ask, are there things that you're preparing or the Family Life Office is preparing maybe for the fall or things that you want to draw attention to quick? Yeah, absolutely. So we, uh, the third option is a program that, that we've had running in our diocese for years. We meet every first and third Monday, and uh, we've been meeting online uh, throughout the pandemic, but we're hoping uh, in July that we're going to start to meet in person again, which will be a great gift. Uh, you know, it's always better when you're able to see people face-to-face. So uh, that'll probably be our first program. After that, marriage preparation will probably uh, move to live gatherings, but uh, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Remember when we used to get together? <laughs> when that was, uh, yeah. That was yeah. fun. That was fun. Hopefully we'll <laughs> do that again soon. Adam Story, Director of Marriage and Family Life for the Diocese of Des Moines. Talk to you soon. Thanks, John. All right, coming up right after this, friends, uh, 12 things to know and share about the Holy Trinity. Uh, Jimmy Aiken put out just a great piece a couple days ago on it, and I wanted to make sure to get it th- get to it this week, and we are indeed uh, to learn, kind of go sit at the school of Jimmy Aiken, Catholic Answers Live, Jimmy Aiken, to learn a little bit more about the Trinity this morning, uh, and especially from the Catechism of the Catholic Church. It's rich. Make sure to stay around for this next segment. Again, I said I think the Trinity uh, can be very misunderstood. It's very hard to talk about, too. Uh, without falling into heresy. So we're just going to go right along the lines of the church. Uh, no no, deviant, no deviating from there. Uh, so that'll be right after this. Brad Roby, seminarian for the Diocese of Des Moines, going to be ordained to the transitional diaconate uh, coming up on June 12th. We'll have him and his story in the second half hour, along with Jean Wells, to preview her 10 o'clock show. John Lee Eddie in the morning right here on this Tuesday. Thanks for being a part of the show. And thank you to Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design for underwriting the show. A Catholic veteran-owned family with a wide range of high-quality hardscape services, including paver patios, retaining walls, premium boulder walls, sidewalks, window wells, and a lot more. And I've seen it. Passionate about their work and the service they provide. 493-1060, fivesonsnaturescapes.com. Thank you for underwriting the show. That's fivesonsnaturescapes.com. Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Thank you, Blessment International, for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Everyone lives their life 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. How we use that time directly affects if our life will leave a significant impact or not. Each year, Blessment International leads Central Iowans on a 12-day, all-inclusive experience sharing the heart of Christ with children in South Africa. Teams are forming to do something significant in an African child's life. Learn more at BlessmanInternational.org. That's BlessmanInternational.org. 
Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. The number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. The Catholic Tuition Organization provides tuition assistance for families to send their kids to our Catholic schools. And 65% Iowa tax credits for you. Give to ctoiowa.org. Hi, I'm Al Cresta, host of Cresta in the Afternoon. Catholic radio is absolutely necessary because the secular media just doesn't get our story. And secular media doesn't share our values. What's important to us is not necessarily what's important to them. So no matter what you can give, I'm asking you to prayerfully support Catholic Radio in your area. Prayerfully consider making a gift right now. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. Oh God, you might deliver Thanks for joining me, friends. John Leonetti in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. I want to thank also Blessman International for underwriting the show and all they do for us and the families that they serve in Limpopo, South Africa. Operating and managing vegetable farming, chicken farms, fish farming initiatives, providing sustainable sources of food there in Limpopo beginning in 2001 and continuing today. Again, Limpopo, South Africa um, has been going through some tough times but uh, Blessman International has been there with them, and they continue to be there with them along the way. BlessmanInternational.org. Thanks again for underwriting the show. Uh, 7.45 today, we're going to have Brad Roby on, seminarian for the Diocese of Des Moines. He's up next as he's one of three that's going to be ordained to the transitional diaconate on June 12th, Friday, June 12th at 5 p.m. It's not going to be open to the public, but it will be live streamed. We'll have the details for you coming up in his story uh, again in the second half hour. Jimmy Aiken put together just a great piece that I wanted to share with your friends a couple days ago on the Trinity. Of course, it released on Trinity Sunday, and it was 12 things to know and share about the Holy Trinity. Um, As I said before going into the break, it's very difficult. It was very difficult for saints to talk about the Holy Trinity uh, without falling into some kind of heresy. So you got to be careful with this. So that's why whenever I I talk about the Most Holy Trinity, I just scoot right along the lines of what the Church gives us. And, you know, you can't really uh, deviate off of those that that minds uh, much much smarter than uh, anyone I know uh, have have come together to really help us understand what we mean. And again, everything we're talking about here just pales in comparison to who God is and what what He's actually like. I mean, this is I don't even know if this is the closest we can possibly get on Earth, but it just it's it's like one um, what do you call it? The sand, Deacon Tony, a, a kernel. What do you call it? A kernel of sand, or what is that word? A grain. There we go. There we go. Uh, a grain. This is like one grain of sand on a beach. 
God's the beach, right? So I mean, this is really what we can come to understand. Uh, and and it just everything we say about him just pales in comparison to what he is. But that doesn't mean we shouldn't do our best here in that. So the most holy trinity. Uh, the church teaches, Jimmy Aiken says, that the holy trinity is a central mystery of the Christian faith. As we know, it is the central mystery of the Christian faith. This can't go, um, this can't go, we can't just fly by that. Of all the mysteries that we talk about in our faith, this is the one right here. But how do we know it's a mystery? What's its history? What does it mean? Well, here's a few things to be able to know and understand. I hope I can get through some of these here, most of them anyway. Where does the word Trinity come from? I was interested to know. Latin word Trinitas, which means three or triad. The Greek equivalent would be triados. Uh, when was it first used? Well, the first surviving use, Jimmy says, of the term Trinity, and there have been uh, earlier uses that are now lost, but the first surviving one was around AD 170 by Theophilus of Antioch. And he wrote this. He said, in like manner, also the three days, which were before the luminaries, are types of the Trinity of God and his word and his wisdom. And the fourth is a type of man who needs light, that so there may be God, the word, wisdom, man. What is the Trinity? Well, the compendium of the Catholic, uh, Catechism of the Catholic Church says this, friends. The Catechism says, the Church expresses her Trinitarian faith by professing a belief in the oneness of God in whom there are three persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The three divine persons are only one God because each of them equally possesses the fullness of the one and indivisible divine nature. So the three divine persons are only one God because each of them equally possesses the fullness of the one and indivisible divine nature. What does that mean? It means that Jesus is fully God. The second person of the most holy trinity is fully God himself. The Holy Spirit is fully God. It's not a part of God. There's not three parts to God. So three persons, one God. I know sometimes it can get a little bit heavy for, for 720 this morning. Deacon's already sweating back there. Uh, <laughs> they, they are really distinct, the catechism says, from each other by reason of the relations which place them in correspondence to each other. So I'll read that again. They are really distinct from each other by reason of relations which place them in correspondence to each other. So we can know them by the relations. That's what puts them in, in correspondence with one another. Uh, the Son is the relation, uh, excuse me, the Holy Spirit is the relation, the love of the Father and the Son. I took a class on this. It was probably the most difficult class I ever took when I uh, was getting my master's. And I had to write uh, a long paper. It was somewhere around a 15-pager um, on this. And, and boy, that was, that was tough because you're just trying to carefully craft and word each each one. The Father generates a Son. The Son is generated by the Father, the Catechism says, and the Holy Spirit proceeds from the Father in the Son. Is the Trinity the central mystery of the Christian faith? Yes, as we said before, the Catechism says, the central mystery of Christian life and faith is the mystery of the Most Holy Trinity. Christians are baptized in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. How do we know or what makes a Christian would be a belief in the triune God? So that is what makes a Christian is baptism in the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. That's how you know. When did the church infallibly define the Trinity? 
Well, the dogma of the Most Holy Trinity was defined in two stages, Jimmy points to, at the First Council of Nicaea in AD 325, and then the First Council of Constantinople in AD 381. First, Nicaea defined the divinity of the Son and wrote the part of the creed that deals with the Son. The council was called to deal with the heresy known as Arianism, which claimed that the Son was a supernatural being, but not God himself. We've talked a lot about different heresies uh, on here and um, trying to dispel them. Arianism was probably the most powerful and popular in the early church that uh, the early church fathers had to dispel and fight against when there were a lot of fights on it. First, Constantinople defined the divinity of the Holy Trinity and wrote the part of the creed that deals with the Holy Spirit. So this is where we get this council uh, dealt with the heresy. Well, this is where we get um, the, the part of the Holy Spirit in, in, the, uh, in, in the creed, by the way, friends. So that, that is something to... Uh, and, uh, yeah, I'll just keep moving because we got... Only two minutes left. How can the Trinity be proved? The Trinity can only be proved, Jimmy says, through the divine revelation that Jesus brought us. It cannot be proved by natural reason or from the Old Testament alone. The compendium of the Catechism of the Catholic Church says this, God has left some traces of his Trinitarian being in creation and in the Old Testament, but his inmost being as the Holy Trinity is a mystery which is inaccessible to reason alone or even to Israel's faith, before the incarnation of the Son of God and the sending of the Holy Spirit. The mystery was revealed by Jesus Christ himself, and it is the source of all other mysteries. Jimmy says that although the vocabulary used to express the doctrine of the Trinity took time to develop, that we can demonstrate the different aspects of the doctrine from sacred scripture. So, in other words, how do we know the Trinity can be, uh, is true? Because God told us. Jesus himself. How can we show that the Father is God? Well, the Father is proclaimed as God numerous times in the New Testament. For example, St. Paul declares, Blessed be the God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, and the God of all comfort. There is one God and Father of us all, who is above all, through all, and in all. Through him, with him, and in him. How can we show that the Son is God? This is proclaimed in a variety of places in the New Testament as well, including at the beginning of the Gospel of John. Uh, In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, full of grace and truth. We have beheld his glory, glory as 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 the only Son from the Father. How can we know that the Holy Spirit is God? When the book of Acts, the Holy Spirit is portrayed as a divine person who speaks and who can be lied to. Acts 13.2, while they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, set apart for me, Barnabas and Saul, for the work to which I have called them. Uh, And how can we show that the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit are distinct persons? Again, sacred scripture is really all we need here. The distinction of the persons can be shown, for example, in the fact that Jesus speaks to his Father. This would make no sense if they were one and the same person. So at that time, Jesus declared, I thank thee, Father, Lord of heaven and earth. Going on. Jimmy continues, the fact that Jesus is not the same person as the Holy Spirit is revealed when Jesus, who has been functioning as the counselor uh, of the disciples, says he will pray to the Father and the Father will give in will give in them another counselor, who is the Holy Spirit. So, that, uh, that are just a few things this morning that we can know and should know about the Most Holy Trinities. We celebrated Trinity Sunday this last Sunday. 
Coming up, uh, second half hour, Brad Roby, seminarian for the Diocese of Des Moines, going to be ordained to the transitional diaconate on Friday. We're going to have his story for you. And uh, Jean Wells is going to host uh, host of uh, Straight Talk, going to preview her show in the second half hour, too. John Leonetti in the morning, right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thanks for being a part of the show this Tuesday morning, everyone. It's June 9th. And a big thank you to Dean Bell for underwriting the show. Dean, a dear friend of mine, and I tell you, I, I want to get back to playing that ball, and we've been talking about that, but um, again, going back slowly and steady, hopefully here soon. Uh, but yes, Dean Bell, Bell Construction, residential re-roofs all throughout central Iowa, and boy, has he been staying busy these last couple months. I think everyone decided, well, now that we're home, we might as well get the things done that needed to get done. That included new roofs for a lot of different people, so... Dean was at it. Bell Construction. Dean Bell, thank you again for underwriting the show. Uh, Right now, Father Andrew with today's Gospel and Reflection. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, You are the salt of the earth, but if salt loses its taste, with what can it be seasoned? It is no longer good for anything but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A city set on a mountain cannot be hidden. Nor do they light a lamp and then put it under a bushel basket. It is set on a lampstand where it gives light to all in the house. Just so your light must shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Heavenly Father. The Gospel of the Lord The Beatitudes, which we can properly describe as Jesus' instruction on growing personally in holiness, precede this passage in which he links holiness to salt and light. Of course, salt is used as a preservative. In this sense, Christians are to preserve the world from corruption and reflect God's glory by the light of their good works. He essentially explains that we have a duty to exemplify holiness for others, not just to improve our own standing and glorify our Heavenly Father. At Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, we try to give you all options and information that would affect the comfort of your home. Do you have an AC that is over 10 years old? Did you have trouble with your AC last year? Chances are high that your system is using an old style of refrigerant that's no longer made. So to go along with our regular $99 Gold Club membership, we're offering you a free leak search. So don't get caught hot and let Golden Rule make sure you are ready for summer. Go to GoldenRulePHC.com. Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Crisis the Answer with Father John Ricardo is provided by Confluence Brewing Company, brewed locally and featuring regular, seasonal, and limited-release beers available at local stores, bars, and restaurants. Confluence Brewing Company at 1235 Thomas Beck Road, off the bike trail south of Grays Lake, and online at confluencebrewing.com. Confluence Brewing Company offers curbside service and would like to thank you for your support. Thank you, Confluence Brewing Company, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. We believe in God the Father. We believe in Jesus Christ. We believe in the Holy Spirit. Thanks for joining me today, friends, here on this Tuesday. It is June 9th. Where'd the last three months go, huh? Brad Roby, seminarian for the Diocese of Des Moines, coming up. Ordination to the Diaconate this Friday. Going to talk about his story, highlight him, and Gene Wells, host of Straight Talk. Going to preview her show, Saint of the Day, Mark Amadeo, Weather. Rain, it's all coming in. Deacon Tony, would you give us your blessing? No, would you give us your prayer? <laughs> Morning ah, offer. We're kind of speeding the yeah, show along here. here. <laughs> God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. 
Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Mark Amadeo now with your news and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Rain, rain, go away. No kidding. My goodness. Tropical storm. Crystal ball. Now, I did some research on this, Mr. Leonetti, and uh, I found out the name Crystal Ball. He is a saint in mm-hmm. the Catholic Church. He was uh, His feast day is May 21st. I don't know what you were doing on that day with Saint of the Day, but uh, that's when it's celebrated. He was canonized back in 2000 by Pope John Paul II, and he was from Mexico. He was a priest in Mexico, and he was uh, killed on his way to say Matt. To say mass, huh. so uh, Crystal Ball, Saint Crystal Ball. Okay, yeah, there you go. Thank you for now, the There's update. also an island. Yeah, there's also an island of Crystal Ball, uh, just uh, in the Pacific Ocean, just west of Colombia and Ecuador, uh, about a few hundred miles out. So, there you go. There's your. There's the tropical storm is named after him today. Apparently, look at you bringing it this morning. Well, I knew it wouldn't get it from you. I got to rely on Deacon Tony and Jimmy for all the real knowledge of the show, and uh, I, I try to cover for you a little bit. Well, there you go. I appreciate that. Yeah, Saint Cristobal, pray for us. <laughs> Two saints of the day today, friends. See, there you go. There you go. So, John, today is it is it ark, canoe, kayak? What is your mm. mode of transportation? Because it's going to be an awful damp out there yeah. with this system. Probably anything you can get in that floats is probably probably the way to go. I think. Would you say four <laughs> inches? Two to four. I think more that the higher amounts could be towards eastern Iowa because they're they're going to get the brunt of this. this I feel like right they the get the brunt of everything. I, every time I think I, I hear about eastern Iowa, they're the ones that are going to get all the snow, the rain. I I feel bad for all those folks up in eastern <laughs> Iowa. I don't know. No, if you get to know a few of them, and I know several of them, quite a few of them very well. I, I talk to them every day. No, you wouldn't. No, feel you don't so feel bad so bad. Them. Okay. No, no. I think if you see they're, two they're... animals, I think if you see two animals walking side by side down the street, look mm-hmm. out. It's 2020, so I'm not going to put anything. Not going to be surprised That's at anything awesome. anymore. <laughs> Deacon Tony, you are spot on. But uh, no, those folks in Eastern Iowa—they're a hearty bunch. You know, I, I oh, give yeah. them grief all the time, and. They're always getting the brunt of storms, mm-hmm. whether it's winter, summer, you know, heat. They're they got, a good bunch, though. They got the hills out there. Yeah, I went to school out there, of course, and so got to know a lot of my friends who are still up there. Over there. That's northeast there, Iowa. That's yeah. a different. I was going to say over there, different, up there. That's uh, a different layer. Yeah, that, that's a whole different layer up there towards Dubuque. Yeah, no doubt. It's a Catholic one. <laughs> All right. That's right. Well, stay uh, stay uh, dry today, John, and hopefully our listeners will too. Hopefully, we won't see that any flash flooding, but be mindful that it is possible. I I will be. All right. Well, let's get right to it this morning from the WHO TV thirteen weather desk. And meteorologist Megan Selwa currently at the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines. Right now, it's cloudy, but rain moving in uh, from the south here in central Iowa. Seventy two degrees and east wind at seven miles per hour as tropical storm now tropical depression crystal ball is moving in from the south, and we are under a flash flood watch today until seven o'clock tomorrow morning along the I thirty five corridor and towards our friends in eastern Iowa. Uh, there is a wind advisory as a cold front is moving through in western Iowa. So we're getting two systems kind of meeting here in central Iowa today. We'll see scattered showers and thunderstorms, heavy rain possible, and they're predicting two to four inches with this system, a high of 77 degrees. We'll have northeast winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, showers and thunderstorms, overnight low of 60 degrees. And then tomorrow, scattered showers 
in the morning, uh, windy conditions in the afternoon as the rain should be ending by then, a high of 72 degrees for your Wednesday. And Thursday and Friday, it'll all dry out. Partly cloudy, dry both days, highs in the lower 80s. Well, in the news on this Tuesday morning, the governor's office announced yesterday that Test Iowa will further expand access to COVID-19 testing here in the state of Iowa with new test sites opening this week, including one in Dallas County. Now, the Dallas County drive through site opened yesterday and will be open from noon until 6 p.m. and is located in Waukee at South Middle School. Now, individuals must complete the assessment at testiowa.com and schedule an appointment online to be tested. Now, additionally, four clinic sites will serve Page, Union, Carroll, and Crawford counties here in the state of Iowa. Clinic sites are partnerships between the state of Iowa and local health care providers. The additional sites will bring the statewide total of test sites to 15. Iowa Governor Ken Reynolds is expected to host a news conference today at 11 o'clock to talk more about COVID-19 testing. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. Well, we're less than a week away from high school baseball and softball uh, here in the state of Iowa. This coming Monday, the Dowling baseball and softball teams will open up their seasons on the road at Des Moines North. The baseball game gets underway at 3.30, softball game at 5 o'clock. They are both double varsity doubleheaders. That will be the Maroons' opening games of the season. And we will have their home opener this coming Wednesday, June 15th, Lincoln at Dowling in high school baseball. Joe Stacy with the call from George Cadero Field as the Dowling baseball team has its home opener Five o'clock doubleheader, and we'll have the game, both games rather, here on Iowa Catholic Radio coming next Wednesday. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently we have 72 degrees and east wind at seven miles per hour. We are under a flash flood watch until seven o'clock tomorrow morning for the state of Iowa, as we will see uh, today scattered showers and thunderstorms, heavy rain possible, and amounts up ranging from two to four inches of rain here in central and eastern Iowa, a high of 77 degrees with northeast winds at to 5 to 10 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Tuesday morning John Leonetti show. Coming up, Jimmy Olson, and he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports, our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities, is sponsored in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. We have an accident in Ankeny, Southwest State, and or labor. So uh, use caution if you're going to be going through that area, 235. That is running smoothly. Seven minutes if you're coming in from either mixer to uh, downtown, east, or west. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to your Saint of the Day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. Well, today's Saint, friends, is often called the Harp of the Holy Spirit. Saint Ephraim today was a 4th century Syrian deacon. Though he was encouraged to become a priest, Ephraim declined. And at one point, he actually pretended to be crazy to avoid being named a bishop. Despite his limited education, Ephraim was a man of deep spiritual insight. 
He took on the challenge of confronting heresies of his day, most commonly by taking the liturgical music of the heretics and composing beautiful hymns that conformed with Orthodox Catholic teaching. Ephraim was instrumental in bringing music into the public worship of the church. In writing about the mysteries of humanity's redemption, Ephraim reveals a realistic and humanly sympathetic spirit and a great devotion to the humanity of Jesus. It is said that his poetic account of the Last Judgment inspired Dante. He died in 373 AD and has since been named a doctor of the church. We ask today, St. Ephraim, to pray for us. Amen. And a big thanks to Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, a family man that knows how important wills and estate planning is. Thank you for underwriting the saint of the day. Been in practice for over 30 years, 224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Let's go to Gene Wells. Hi, Gene. Good morning, John. Good morning to you. What do we got coming up on your show? I was wondering if you could really, really be merciful. Hmm. I don't know. Like, what do I need to be like merciful when, Do you get that out of shape when people sit in your pew at church? I've never understood that one. No. Okay, I've me never, neither, yeah. but some people do. How about sure. when somebody cuts you off in the, when you're driving? Well, again, I, I'm a weird cookie. Yeah, I mean, I get bent out of shape, but that one also doesn't really bother me much, I guess. Those aren't really, I, is that is that a pun, John? Yeah, might, might be, might be. Yeah, yeah, that one too. Well, I don't know. You, if you keep going, you'll find some, I'm sure. But yeah, those two. Eh. But you know, it's like I don't know if our world has much mercy in it right now. Mm-hmm. So I have Doctor Matt Deacon, Deacon Doctor Matt Hallback, yeah. Doctor Deacon, the Deacon Doctor, our our friend Matt. Um, who wrote a book a couple years ago about, you know, making your parish being a parish of mercy. And I, I caught the title. I was over at Divine Treasures. They're open again, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they had his book, and I'm like, oh, I like that book. Yeah. And so I've got Matt on, and we're going to talk about, you know, does that being a person of mercy extend? Are, are we really? I mean, coronavirus, we seem to be, people are irritated with the bishop whether he closed the churches or didn't close them. I mean, people are just, they're 180 degrees all the way around. You know, then, of course, we have, you know, the situation with all the rallies, which many of them are peaceful, but we have then the rioters. And, you know, people that got get caught up in that. And then let's not even talk about the presidential campaign that's coming up. And it's like, are, can we really be people of mercy? Okay. I, or, I think an in-depth study of it, mercy would be good. Yeah. In our day and well, age. Well, and this isn't the Jubilee year of mercy, but boy, was it appropriate that we think about it now. And, you know, a lot of my friends are like you and I, John. We don't get bent out of shape about things. Maybe we're the silent majority. Well, I get bent out of shape about some things, but yeah, you're right. You're right. Oh. I think that's true, okay. though. And, and we are okay. In... What did Teresa do last night <laughs> that you got all bent out of shape? Uh, nothing. That's normally my job is to annoy her. Uh, but oh, yes, okay. that's coming up at ten o'clock today, friends. And that book, by the way, that you mentioned, Gene, of Dr. Matt Hallbacks, is just excellent. So I hope people can get a copy. Yeah. And again, walk into Divine Treasures. You hear that? Walk in to Divine Treasures and buy one, yeah. uh, and then prepare for the show today. Ten o'clock this morning. 10 o'clock in the evening. They're all podcasted out at iowacatholicradio.com. Straight talk with Gene Wells. Talk to you soon, Gene.
God bless. All right. Coming up right after this, Brad Roby, seminarian for the Diocese of Des Moines, is going to be on to share his story uh, as he's going to be ordained to the transitional diaconate this Friday. So, Brad, you're up next. John Leonetti in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Don't go anywhere. Thank you to Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling for underwriting the show. Not just customer service, but the commitment to the quality of workmanship and the materials used is next to none. Founded 1999, 20 years in business, goldenrulephc.com. That is goldenrulephc.com. Your diocesan minute is right now. This is your news for the Diocese of Des Moines for Tuesday, June 9th. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. As parishes in the metro area soon begin offering weekday mass, the faithful ages 5 and up are asked to wear a face mask before entering the building. You and or your family will be asked to observe social distancing throughout your time in the church. Family units must sit 6 feet away from others during mass. You're encouraged to use hand sanitizer placed by the door when entering and exiting the building. Offertory baskets will also be placed by the door for tithing drop-off. Bishop Johnson strongly urges that you receive Holy Communion in the hands for the common good. If you are elderly, vulnerable to COVID, COVID-19 or live with someone who is vulnerable, you're encouraged to stay home. Though weekend masses have not yet resumed in the metro area, the Sunday mass obligation remains suspended. For those who do not attend mass, know that God's infinite mercy and grace remain abundantly available. Find more resources and liturgical guidelines on the Diocese of Des Moines website at dmdiocese.org. Keep up to date with Bishop Johnson by checking out his weekly video reflection that's posted every Sunday on Facebook, YouTube, and the Diocese of Des Moines website's homepage. Bishop Johnson often reflects on current news and events, as well as the Sunday Gospel reading. Catch his latest reflection on Facebook, YouTube, and dmdiocese.org. The Diocese of Des Moines will be celebrating this Friday at 5 p.m. as three of our seminarians, Brad Roby, Jake Epstein, and Reed Flood, will be ordained transitional deacons for the Diocese of Des Moines. This is their last step before ordination to priesthood next year. You can participate in this celebration virtually by tuning into the Diocese of Des Moines Facebook page at 5 p.m. this Friday evening. Go to facebook.com slash dmdiocese. That's your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. You can enjoy positive and inspiring music to help you through your day on the Iowa Catholic Radio app and iowacatholicradio.com. He's not dead, he's surely alive. He's living on the Need an experienced attorney for legal matters? I know a guy. Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, is a proud supporter of Iowa Catholic Radio. Steve is a longtime resident of Iowa and is licensed to practice in all Iowa state and federal courts. He has years of experience in real estate law, wills, conservatorships, trusts, and estate planning. Steve's law office phone number is 515-224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Be Not Afraid is provided by Dream Dirt. Dream Dirt Farm Real Estate and Auction is a licensed and experienced farm brokerage and auction company. Dream Dirt auctioneers are PRI and CAI certified professional farm marketers and have trained to understand the strategy behind a successful auction or sale. We work to reduce stress and risk for our customers and do not charge advertising fees. Learn more at DreamDirt.com. Dream Dirt Farm and Equipment Auction Services. Farm auctions done right. 515-257-7199. Still trying to uh, connect with Brad. Hopefully we'll have him on here in a second. 
Seminarian for the Diocese of Des Moines. Again, I wanted to make sure everyone knows that this this Friday, June 12th at St. Ambrose, uh, there is going to be three men, three seminarians that are going to be uh, ordained to the transitional diaconate. And it is the last major step before ordination to the priesthood. Uh, that's going to be taking place again Friday, June 12th, 5 p.m. Now, it's not open to the public, which is very difficult, I think, especially on on the guys and, and people that are ordained. Because when you're when you're ordained to the priesthood or the diaconate, this is a public affair. <laughs> you know, this is you, you are you are coming forth from the community, so the community rightfully celebrates you. You know, I, I remember that when I was in, in seminary and going with those guys to uh, their different parties, you know, the community parties. But we all gathered for the communal worship and praise of Almighty God that he would call those men to be deacons uh, and then, of course, to be priests. And the celebrations that would take place afterwards were just next to none. I'll tell you what, I can remember those. They were just fun, 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 fun. The food and celebration. Why wouldn't you? Right? I mean, that's that's the exciting part of it all. So, uh, they'll be live-streamed, uh, Facebook. Check out the uh, the Diocesan website uh, for more information, and also the Diocesan Facebook page. They'll have that for you on there. I think we've got Brad now, so we will uh, go to him, seminarian for the Diocese of Des Moines, going to be ordained a deacon this Friday, Brad Roby. Hey, Brad. Hey, John. How are you? I'm doing fine, man. Thanks for coming on here. Uh, let's Absolutely. talk about it this Friday. You excited? I'm looking forward to it. You nervous? Really, yeah. Uh, you know, a little bit. I think probably, I mean, I think it's to be expected, you know. <laughs> it's normal, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. What uh, What would you say, I, I got a, a lot of different questions here for you, but I mean, your story, when, when did you first say, you know, this this uh, priesthood thing, I, I think the Lord's sincerely calling me. You know, I think, honestly, it started real, I, perhaps I'd say it was when I was pretty young, I I used to draw a lot of pictures growing up, and honestly, one of the things I drew I draw is a picture of myself being a priest. Hmm. You know, so I think I was probably around six, seven years old. So I think the calling probably has been there for a long time, and it actually wasn't really until high school. I was I went to Dowling, and I was part of a young men's prayer group, and that's kind of it was called the Legion of Our Lady. It was it was. Uh, ran by Father Kautsky and uh, Adam's story when he taught when he still taught at Dowling and just being part of that group, um, kind of fraternity and service activities, I think kind of opened myself up to that to the possible calling that, you know, that maybe this is what God's calling me to. So you're drawing pictures of the mass and yourself as a priest. Um, th- yep. and for most people that doesn't just happen. Was there influences in your family growing up or priests that you guys knew maybe had over for dinner once in a while? Yeah, you know, my, my family, we, we regularly, we went to St. Joseph's Church, so we went over there on the east side of Des Moines, and so we got, we knew Father Bob Chamberlain pretty well, and my mom, she's a lifelong parishioner there, so we got to know the priest there, and we, we've had him for, we've had him over for dinner a couple times, but I think just being involved in the parish there and going to school there as well, and yeah, just seeing him around the parish. And then being a, kind of my first influence. As you said, being a part of that uh, men's group at Dowling Catholic was something instrumental for you in that community. I mean, when you when you find that, it's a powerful thing uh, because you're able to, again, with like-minded people in the Catholic faith, kind of move forward to people that are seeking the same goal, and that's holiness. Um, and if I know Father Kautsky, I know Adam's story, they were driving that bus, and, and that bus was headed straight for it. 
Um, oh, yeah. But there also then is the leap between, you know, I think this might be where the Lord's calling me, and I'm going to actually go discern this in seminary. Um, did you mm-hmm. go straight into seminary after high school, or was that, did you take a little period of time in regular college? You know, actually, I took a short period of time at uh, Des Moines Area Community College before I entered seminary in the fall of 2014. So, and during that during that time, um, I was working with the pins and whatnot, and uh, uh, did a visit to Conception Seminary, and you know, working with the vocations office, and decided, yeah, this is where I want to start off seminary. Yeah, and where did you go? I was down. I went. I went to uh, Conception Seminary. It's over at Conception Abbey down there in northwest Missouri, and I was there for three years. And then? Uh, now I moved. Now I'm up to St. And then now I'm up at St. Paul Seminary up in St. Paul, Minnesota. Now, are they still requiring those holy hours up there at like four o'clock in the morning? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, at this, I'd say at this point, no, they're not requiring them, but okay. there's, certain, there's certainly not the opportunity there. <laughs> I'm thinking I had some friends up there, man. They, they had that that holy hour, that early morning holy hour that I was always just in awe of that many of the different men would, would go to up there. What devotion mm-hmm. would you say that you've really um, been inspired by? Because uh, I, I said this in previous ones, I'll say it again. I want a priest who prays. How do you pray? What is it that you've really kind of latched on to? You know, I'd say over my time in seminary, one of the things that has been kind of, has been always been there is, you know, the holy hour. And actually, the year before I entered seminary, that's kind of one of the things that kind of helped help me, um, kind of helped keep me going, you know, you know, especially in the St. Dustin's Adoration Chapel there. It's a really convenient place. Mm-hmm. But especially down at Conception, that's kind of, that's the one thing that, that we, you know, that's one of the things we did together every morning and. You know, there's there's also the opportunity there at St. Paul as well as that time in prayer together before the Blessed Sacrament. Who's going to vest and you? Also, pardon? Who's going to vest you? Uh, Father Joe Pins. It will be our home pastors. So it'll be it'll be good to have him vest me. Now, of course, as I said before, you know, one of the things that. Uh, it's difficult about this whole thing is the community, at least the public, uh, aren't able to go and, and really praise God for you and, and with you in this. Um, I'm assuming your family will be able to be there. Yep, they will be able to be there. Uh-huh. And uh, that's going to be, again, 5 o'clock uh, this Friday night. Any parties or anything maybe that you're uh, going to be throwing with your family at least? Uh, you know, I think they're planning on having this, uh, a little gathering afterwards for, Good. I guess, for my family and whatnot. So it'll be a little bit something. <laughs> well, they should celebrate you, man. But as I said before, you're oh, not yeah. done yet. You've got another year left uh, that Absolutely. you'll be going back to conception, uh, and you'll be going back as a deacon. And, um, you know, different classes. I know that, let's see, what, what kind of classes will you be taking now in your fourth year? Um, we'll be, so among the classes, we'll be doing a... Uh, uh, what's called a liturgical presidency class. So, and that's just kind of learning how to learn, and I guess learning different, learning the different sacraments. I'll do as a priest. So, mm-hmm. um, like, uh, we'll be learning confession, um, how to how to say the mass and whatnot. And we'll yeah. actually we'll be they'll be rec- we'll be recording ourselves saying the mass, and we go over that with our professors. Actually, <laughs> wow. That'll be yep, interesting. Yep. All right. Well, oh, yeah. uh, I'll tell you what. Uh, thank you for all you continue to do, brother. Keep uh, keep us in your prayers, and we'll be praying for you here at Iowa Catholic Radio. Oh, thank you, John. I appreciate it. Brad Roby, everyone. Seminarian for the Diocese of Des Moines, June 12th. That's this Friday, 5 o'clock. You can check out the live stream, facebook.com slash dmdiocese. Facebook.com slash dmdiocese, and uh, it will be live streamed, the ordination of the three seminarians to the transitional diaconate there. Good for them.
All right, friends, thanks for uh, tuning in today here on this Tuesday. We'll put this one in the books, and we'll be back on tomorrow live inside of the Mercy One studio. Deacon Tony, now would you give us your blessing? Heavenly Father, protector of all who hope in you, bless your people, keep them safe, defend them, prepare them that free from sin and safe from the enemy, they may persevere always in your love. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. I am John Lee friends. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. Like a tree planted by the water, we never will run dry. So living water flowing through, God, we thirst for more of you. Fill our hearts and flood our souls with one desire. Just to know you and to make you known We lift your name on high Shine like the sun Make darkness run and hide We know we were made for so much more Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International.